What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash station numeral two station. Patrons get access to episode previews, annotated scripts, and behind the scenes content. That's patreon.com slash station two station. We also now have a merch store. If you'd like to wear your support for Station to Station or any of the other Parisian podcast shows, check out the link to our T Public store in our show notes. No, 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 no. Hello? Hello? I know you're there. Obviously, I know you're there. Nothing to say? Okay, fine. If you want to watch me water my plants, I can't stop you. Enjoy yourself. Go crazy. Look, I just want you to know that this jasmine has to be watered on a very specific schedule, or its flowers start to fall off. So, too much water, and they fall off. Not enough water, they fall off. And I have spent the last two months picking flowers out of the couch because the co-worker who promised to look after it decided they could just show up whenever and dump water on things without any regard for the four pages of notes I left in a very obvious spot on the kitchen counter. Ah! This isn't funny! Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate this, I hate this. Okay. Okay, Jackie. Just stay calm. I have security cameras pointed right at the door, and my finger is on the emergency call button, so whatever you think you're going to get away with, I wouldn't. Don't you? Look, I am a very important person at Panoptics. And if you think they just let me stay here alone without any protection, you, you've got another thing coming. And their security team. Oh, boy. Yeah, so just... Just go away and leave me alone. Hello? 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 to station. Episode 11. Buy-in. Testing. We on? Good. Okay. This is the log of Riva Luther regarding a continuing investigation of Malik's International. These notes will follow up on information obtained during Operation Astrid, April 2000 and... 
unofficial. Damn. I should have said unofficial. Let's just... Nothing contained in these tapes represents official bureau casework. This is the unofficial personal log of Reva Luther on leave from the Federal Bureau of Investigation for the indefinite future, or until the medical and psych clearance comes through, whichever takes longer. Current subject of unofficial interest is one Dr. Adelaide Montague, a biochemical researcher whose work on the element 720 alpha seems to be the basis for what is now referred to as Project Lazarus. Lazarus technology has been linked to the disappearance and likely death of a still unknown number of scientists working for Malik's International and its research facilities, as well as aboard the sailing ship Astrid over a period of several weeks this spring. Research notes obtained by scientist Dr. Miranda Schwen see official investigation logs from Operation Astrid suggests Dr. Montague may have worked at Malik's original R&D site in Skipsey, United Kingdom, though her exact capacity is unknown. Newspaper records show the complex was destroyed in 86. Cause was a freak landslide, since attributed to abnormal erosion patterns of the North Sea. Montague's current location remains unknown. Doc, do I want to ask what time it is over there? It's not that late. Cause we're already through the late shows over here. Onto the late, late stuff now. Sorry, I couldn't sleep. Do you, do you want me to call you back in the morning? I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> this uh, social phone call or another Montague phone call? second one. Have you heard anything back from your contacts? No, uh, I asked one of the other agents to see if he could pull anything on her, but no word yet. I've got to send Reynolds another email in the morning. He's usually better about getting back to me. Guess they must be running him pretty hard while I'm off. That's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I... I was just wondering, and... You'll hear as soon as I hear. <laughs> what about Cochrane? She having any luck charming a forwarding address out of Montague's publishers? Um, I, I think she's still working a lead there, yeah. You are talking to her, right, Doc? Of course. We're not. No, it's fine. We're texting. <laughs> oh, texting. Uh-huh. Yeah. She said she tried to track down anyone else who might have worked on Montague's 720A studies from 2002, uh, but she she hasn't mentioned it in a few weeks. Did she say anything to you about how it was going? Uh, no. Uh, she didn't mention it. Guess if you're fishing for information at... What is it? 2 a.m.? <laughs> You didn't get far looking through those journal articles you were talking about, huh? Not really. Most of the relevant literature in the past four years has come out of my lab. 
I guess I was, I was just hoping. Hey, it wasn't a bad idea. Worth a shot. I'll tell Reynolds to get his act together and run the database searches ASAP, okay? If you think she's got intel. I know she does. I know. I know. And anything that she knows helps the Bureau. I've just got to remind Reynolds of that. You do think he can find something, don't you? It takes a lot more work to disappear than people think. I mean, not counting that thing. Yeah. If she's still out there, we're gonna find her. And if not, we're back to square one. You should get some sleep, Doc. Right. Call me when you hear something, yeah? Yeah, will do. Reynolds, the receptionist at the physio clinic asks why you haven't dropped me off for my last couple of visits. Guess not everyone's happy I can push the gas pedal by myself now. Say the word and I'll slip her your number next time I go in. You get a chance to look at my email from the other day? My contacts from our field op in April thinks this Montague person is our best bet to explain what the target was trying to accomplish with PL. I don't have anything to link her to the Astrid directly, but she could be useful down the line. I sent you her last known stateside a few days back. There's a home address in Boston from the 80s and a few private research postings, but so far no hits from this decade. Let me know if any of the in-house searches turn up anything more recent. RL. Cochran, I, uh, I don't know where you are right now, but the next time you swing through London, you gotta get Chuan out of her lab. <laughs> that woman needs a drink. Or some sunlight, at least. I'm, um, running up a few leads on Montague over here, or trying to. The medical review is in a month. I'm hoping they'll put me back on a desk, at least. Now that I'm getting around. I can even bend my knee again. Not like... Well, you remember how well it was working for me in Alaska, right? <laughs> um, anyway, I'll let you know if anything comes up here and... Give me a call sometime, too. Okay? Okay. Yeah. We're doing this now, Reynolds. <laughs> Straight to voicemail, huh? Guess you don't want to talk about the email you sent me half an hour ago. Hi, Reva. Everyone misses you around the office. Can't wait to have you back. Five paragraphs of nothing, and then... God, how long have you known? Huh? I want to know. 
Did they write off everything I told them as medical stress the second the debrief ended? Or did they at least pretend we were going to do our damn jobs for a couple of days? Did everyone think if they waited long enough to tell me I'd be fine with us walking away from multiple missing persons? Just because it's a little harder to- Reynolds, believe me, I know how it all sounds. I know how hard it is to accept this, but the Bureau cannot stick its fingers in its ears. We've worked this for more than a year. You can't tell me you don't feel like there's more going on than fudge numbers, which it's not like they can prove unless- Jesus, that better be you calling back. Reynolds, you need to start Hello? explaining. Is this Agent Santiago? Or, um, Luther? I'm not sure what to call you. Who is it's, this? It's Jackie Simmons. From the Astrid. You gave me your number in case I... Anyway, I'm at the Dulles Airport. I need you to come pick me up. Is this a joke? Oh, I really, really wish it was. Believe me, can you get here in an hour? Simmons, I'm a little busy. I called your desk line at the FBI first, so I know you're not. Look, I can't wait for you outside of the terminal, so you'll have to come in. There's, um, there's a sunglass hut by the International Departures area near the juice place. Yeah, yeah, I can meet you there. That should work. Don't look for me. I'll find you. I'm not coming to... Ugh. I need your help. What's going on? I'll be waiting. Ugh, damn it. Flight AE-891 to Delhi, now boarding at gate E-36. All passengers, Psst. please proceed to the Psst. gate. No, don't look this way. You haven't seen me. Just act natural. Simmons, I've been waiting half an hour. Shh, not so loud. Sure thing. I'm leaving now. Uh, I'll follow you in five minutes. If you are not in the passenger seat when I start the engine, I will leave without you. Fine, fine. We'll chance it. Just be casual. For your own safety, please keep all Okay, so is there any chance you could walk less conspicuously? No. It's just you're moving really slowly. People are looking. People can take it up with the knee brace. Oh god, are you hurt? What happened? Seriously, you were on the boat. I thought that was just a cut. Yeah, turns out it's hard to diagnose a muscle tear from the middle of the ocean. So it wasn't... You haven't gotten hurt since the boat? Why are you here, Simmons? What's going on? Not here. I'm parked on level three. We'll take the elevator. Simmons, where are we? Hey. Hey, Simmons. What? <laughs> I need you to put the name of your hotel into my phone, or the GPS. About that, um, I was thinking I should stay with you. 
Yeah, okay, that's enough. What are you doing here? When we get to your place, nope. I- Nope. Now. <sighs> I need you to hear something. He left this while I was at work. Hey Jackie, been a while. It's Sebastian Fredrickson. We work together on the Astrid, but I don't have to remind you of that, do I? Panoptics wouldn't pick someone to spy for them if they didn't have a good memory, right? <laughs> anyway, this is a courtesy call. You might have heard something about a deal I made with one of your friends. Well, she must have forgotten to ask me to leave your name out of my report. And you know how those upper management types get. Everyone's looking for results. Once they heard about your little project, let's just say, good luck, Jackie. Jesus. You play that for anyone else? Um, obviously. I'm not an idiot. I sent it to my boss and our security team right away. And the police? We couldn't... I mean, officially, I was never on the Astrid. Right. Anyway, they put me up in a hotel, and one of the rent-a-cops walked me to my car every night for a few weeks. Eventually, security decided it was a prank call, and... You remember what Fredrickson was like? It didn't seem that insane. Well, less insane than an assassin, or... But something changed your mind. I've been hearing things. Um, no, that's not... Uh... I think someone is trying to get into my house. Uh-huh. A week ago, someone started knocking on my front door, but when I go to look, there's never anyone there. And there are these... thumps... Sometimes it sounds like when a bird flies into your window, you know, or it's this tapping sound. I got someone in to look at the vents. I thought it might have been a squirrel or something, and I tried staying later at the office in case it was just some neighbor's kids playing outside during the day. Like, we didn't invent video games to avoid this type of thing. I tried to tell myself nothing was going on because anything else is crazy, but... Um, it rained this weekend, and... When someone started banging on my door on Sunday night, I found muddy footprints on the front step. Just two of them. Nothing leading up. Nothing leading away. I don't even know where whoever left them could have gone. I was out there maybe ten seconds after he stopped knocking. I think it's supposed to be a message. A message? Or a threat. They know where I live. They know how to get to me without being seen. And you think it's Malik's? Of course it's Malik's. You heard that voicemail? I don't know if the person they've got cleaning up loose ends has a messed up sense of humor or what, but... But it's not fair. I was just doing my job. What did your bosses say when you told them about all this? She said it sounded like I needed time off. <laughs> so you came here? Yeah, I'm a witness. I need protection. A witness to what, Simmons? I've got one of Malik's people on tape, uttering threats. All yours if you let me stay with you a couple days until I can talk to whoever's in charge of getting me a new name and a house somewhere and flyover country until you guys actually make some arrests. There aren't going to be any arrests. I'm sorry, what? Sure, someone's going to take the blame someday for the irregularities in Malik's financials. If we're lucky, we might even get some of the accounting staff, maybe even someone in the CFO's office. 
but no one's out looking for McKinley or Costello or even Fredrickson. You're out of luck. But... But people got hurt. I almost died. And now you're trying to cover it up? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry isn't good enough. I'm on the bench, Simmons. I don't get a say. The way things are going at the Bureau, I'm gonna be lucky if they let me back into the room long enough to pack up my stuff. I told them what I saw on the Astrid and they told me it sounded like I needed time off. Blame operative stress and you don't have to look too close at any of the weird stuff. You know, I watched every season of the X-Files as a kid and I was still surprised when they wouldn't touch this. Pretty stupid, huh? What if I had more than a voicemail? I just said- No! No, I don't believe you. Simmons. Okay, so the FBI doesn't care. But you just drove two hours in peak traffic, which I wouldn't even do for my own mother. Wow. You're still on the case. Admit it. You and Dr. Tuan and that... that journalist. You're still investigating. Admit it. So what? Right before I left for Alaska, Panoptics let me look at a briefing file they made on Malik's. Highly confidential. The kind of thing you only get to read in a locked room with no pens and no phone. I have a copy. How? I broke into my supervisor's office on the way to the airport. Her password is password with a zero instead of a no. I mean, at least put one, two, three after it or something, right? So what makes you think that Panops got better researchers than the Bureau? You just said they don't care about the science. That's all we care about. And there are a couple pages in there that, let me just say, make a lot more sense with some context. I think you're really going to like CEO's confidential R&D update to the board March 13th. Hmm. You know, I got a couple friends in a field office who owe me a favor off the books. You ever seen the Liberty Bell? Reynolds, I'm sending you something I think you should hear. A voicemail. I know the higher-ups aren't interested in what I've seen, but there are people out there who don't have the luxury of opting out. If that doesn't bother you, all I can ask is you keep looking the other way and keep your mouth shut. Anything else? You've got my number. R.L. Station to Station is a production of Procyon Podcast Network. This episode was written by Andrea Clausen and directed by Alex Yoon and Andrea Clausen. Sound engineering by Aaron S. and Alex Yoon. Music by Samantha Jean Rivers. Featuring the voice of Emily Wong as Miranda Chen, Nadine El Amami as Janelle Cochrane, Christina Pitter as Riva Luther, Zach Labresco as Sebastian Fredrickson, Kristen DiMaturio as Jackie Simmons, also featuring the voice of Joe Chang. The Fable and Folly Network 
where fiction producers flourish.